Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, Mindful Drinking for Women, which is about exactly what it sounds like. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are over-drinking in the first place, and also to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, which includes the ability to drink less or to choose no drinking at all. Hi, my name is Jessica Betancourt, and I'm a certified life coach and hypnotherapist specializing in addiction transformation. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what I am looking back in retrospect now and seeing as the very first action step that I took, which, um, which essentially became the beginning of my healing from alcohol addiction journey. And that step is naming that it is time for a change. It is declaring that you are willing to change even if you feel scared or you're not sure how you're going to do it or or you just don't know. It just is a, is a mysterious unforeseen thing and yet your willingness to step into that place is the very first step that you need to take. So you need to come to a point where you can get really real with yourself, where you can look at your drinking and say, okay, this is definitely not how I want to live the rest of my life. On the day I die, I don't want to look back and have this be my legacy. I don't want people to remember me as the person who was always drunk or the person who was, you know, irritated and irritable and hungover. None of those things, right? That's not what our life should be about. So if you're coming to that point where you're asking yourself these questions, then you're in a really good place. You're ripe for change. So you just need to get to that place where the cost of staying the same is far greater than the cost of taking some actions to change your lifestyle. So this in and of itself is where a lot of folks just stop. Or it's where they find themselves over and over again because changing one's lifestyle can feel very confronting especially with a thing like alcohol because it is so immersed into the fabric of our histories our past our culture and almost all of our social activities and it can feel like but who would I even be if I weren't drinking the way that I am so used to doing and this is the best question you can ask yourself. Exactly this. Who would you be? Who would you be without the irritation, the anxiety, the hangovers, the money wasted, the mornings that suck? Who would you be? And what would be possible for you? And what could you do? What could you do then that you can't do now? And what feels scary here is that the question, who would I be, implies that you would need to become someone else to be able to live without an alcohol addiction. And this is exactly right. You need to become someone else. You need to become a better, brighter version of yourself. You still get to be you, but a you that is not a vibrational match for the habits of drinking to the point of self-harm. So who would I be feels scary because it's an unknown and our minds don't like the unknown. They like the familiar. They like the comfortable. 
They like predictability. So in that unknown space, we can choose to feel excited instead of afraid. We can choose to feel like we get to create that person instead of default to some boring, grumpy, miserable person that we feel like we would be without alcohol. But that's not the case because it's completely a choice. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to create first in your mind and then physically step into that person with your actions and your habits? Have that person become the experience that you're living your life by instead of the person from the past that you keep recreating by doing the same thing over and over again. So this is the split decision. Making this decision becomes the gateway for all the rest of the goodness that comes on the heels of just making this decision. This decision that it is in fact time to change. This decision that honestly, if you look at your habits, they look more like self-harm than recreation. And I know it feels fearful because we have attached so much significance to drinking and we believe that it bonds us with others and it symbolizes relaxation and luxury and freedom and company and this whole other myriad of other things that truthfully would and do all stand on their own completely independent of alcohol. Luxury exists without alcohol. Freedom exists without alcohol. Just our experiences are so saturated and intertwined with drinking that it's hard to see them as separate, but in fact, they are. And all of the feelings that you tell yourself that alcohol gives you are readily available to you without alcohol. But it, it can be hard to see that when we have beer goggles on or wine glasses or whiskey, whiskey spectacles. And alcohol has just been in your life for so long that you forget what life was like without it. But look at kids. They're stoked, for the most part, just being alive. And you are also that way. You can also be that way again because your body and brain have cellular memory of existing with that type of freedom when you didn't even know what alcohol really was. Your mind and your body are actually confused not working together, disjointed, confused because the stream and influx of alcohol is so consistent and your mind and your body are striving to work in harmony with the higher laws of the universe. But the intake of alcohol actually disconnects us from connecting with universal source. It's very hard to feel universal source, universal love and divinity moving through you when we intentionally disconnect. And I will admit, even though I am still moderately consuming alcohol, albeit in smaller and smaller amounts, when you're drinking, you're disconnecting not only from the aspects of life that you don't want to pay attention to, but also to the universal intelligence that is always trying to get your attention. Tuning out is tuning out and you don't get to be selective about it. I remember even a few years ago when I was still marinated in wine every night and my kids were laughing and rolling around on the floor and asking me to come down and wrestle with them and I didn't want to because I didn't want my wine glass to get knocked over 
and their loud laughing and shrieking actually felt very irritating and annoying to me. And I remember having the thought, why don't I want to get down there with them? Why don't I feel like playing with them? Why do I feel like they're bothering me? And this, you know, at the time it wasn't that sad of a thought, but I look back now like that's kind of, that was a sad thought to have. And many of us have many and many of these kinds of experiences all over the place. And we don't feel like joining in in some way. We feel like just checking out and going withdrawn. But really what that's doing is extracting us from lives that we ought to be living. Lives that we could be living. So I wish I'd felt like playing with them, but I was more interested in my drink. And how many times I've done that and how many different ways I couldn't even count. But noticing these types of incidents, incidents in your own life where you are actually just disengaging where you are opting out not only of feeling pain, but also limiting yourself and participating in joy can help bring you to the point where you cross the threshold of getting so honest with yourself that it's time to make some changes. And not only changing the way you're thinking about drinking, but actually having the experience of shifting into an upgraded lifestyle, non-dependent on alcohol. Some other fears that I hear are, I will be bored without drinking. And this also comes from the fact that alcohol has played a major role in your life for so long and you have become desensitized to the simple beauty and pleasures of everyday life. Again, when you were younger, were you ever riding your bike or jumping on a trampoline and wishing that you had a glass of alcohol to go with it? Or have you ever looked at a sunset and thought, if only I were drunk right now, this would be so beautiful. No, I doubt that that is the case. And other aspects of your life are no different. The subtlety and simplicity have simply become tainted because of the emphasis that you have put on prioritizing drinking. But I promise you that that is all still there. And once you start living again with less and less or even no alcohol, all of that magic returns. But it's not like it ever left. It's just like you can see it again. So who are you if you're not drinking? Or when you're not drinking or when you begin drinking less and less and less? You're yourself. <laughs> your true self, your kid self, your soul self, your embodied self. You feel real again. You feel so alive with all of the ups and downs and you're better able to self-regulate and to let go of things and to move into the future instead of recreating the past. You're you. A very vibrant you. And you never went away. You're just disconnected a bit. And once you make that bold move to admit that you're ready for change, and you start taking action steps in that direction, you can reconnect, you feel whole again, and you will look forward to changing. So the secret is to focus on what you will gain and not what you fear you will lose. So if you are someone who is getting excited about making this shift away from feeling addicted to alcohol, my group program, The Mindful Drinking Method, begins a new round in mid-September 
And if you'd like to have a chat to see if you'd be a good fit for that, that link is in the show notes. And I also work privately with clients. That is also an option for the next few weeks before I take some time off to travel this summer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really enjoying making this podcast for you. If you have requests or suggestions or topics you'd like me to talk about, um, drop me a line and I'd love to create some content based on what it is that you would like more clarity or more emphasis or more enlightenment on. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and gotten some insight to the truth that change really is an inside job. And if you can see yourself living your most desirable life without alcohol sabotaging you, then you can absolutely do it. First you make the choice and then you step into the action. Have a wonderful, awesome, super fun day and I will see you next week.